You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Yeah, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Piedram Murata. That's the best I've said that name so far. Um, solid day for you, 1-3. Uh, first moto, solid win, dealt with pressure the whole way, didn't make any mistakes, kind of kept it under control the whole way. Uh, second moto, kind of slotted into third early on and then just rode your own race. Solid, I think, or are you a bit bummed that you didn't get the overall? Um, yeah, solid. I mean, I can be happy with a 1-3. That's, I think that's my best uh, career finish. I mean, I did the same in Mantua, but I I got that third place uh, with the penalties from others, so sports-wise, I didn't really do it. You know, and now I did it myself to get 45 points, which is the best I achieved so far. So happy about this. Okay, second moto. I, I was sleeping a bit in the first two laps, but it was quite a mess. I mean, restart yeah. after one lap, back on the gate, another start. So I, I didn't get into my rhythm and the, uh, Romain straight got me. I had my line wasn't good uh, after the pit lane. He got me and, and I woke up a bit too late and they, they were having a great pace. So I just managed to finish third and second overall which is cool and especially you know in Arco I've, I've always been riding well here also on my 250 days but I've never been on the podium here because I crashed mistakes bad starts uh, fighting so actually it's a big achievement for me to be on the podium here especially in MXGP uh, have a race win against him okay he had a technical problem so well ignore that we don't need to talk about that <laughs> yeah I mean you know I have to be honest to myself I think if he would, uh, wouldn't have that clutch problem he would probably be a bit faster but anyway I, I defended him well I felt like I did some smart sh- uh, line changes during the race yeah. to defend because he was actually he almost passed me once and I just could swap my lines and, and make it make it better again so i feel like that first mxgp moto was a big one for you as well because in your 450 career i don't feel like you've dealt with pressure like that when you've been leading like uh you got the lead late in faenza you came from the back like you've never actually been at the front the whole time not seen what anyone else is doing behind you and kind of managed the situation in 450s anyway so i guess doing that and winning is like a nice little monkey off your back as well yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I think I've done something similar in Mantua, where I went hole-shotting and winning with... Yeah, that is actually a good point, yeah. <laughs> with Prado <laughs> behind me. It's not your... I mean, you have many things in your head. It's so, But it was still a good, like, kind of a milestone, as I mentioned before, in Arco, because here today, everybody was super fast. Like, you know, you, you, you are not... A, if you do one small mistake, you one small tip over stalling the bike costs you three spots and, and you will never get them back, you know. It's so hard to pass and you really have to be a lot quicker. So, yeah, it felt good, you know, to to ride up front all moto. And actually, I for, forgot to say, it was my first ever pole position. Yay. I mean, doesn't Wait, really... You got it in MX2, first ever 450. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. I was going to say, Jesus. 450. <laughs> I mean, not that I really care because i mean the gate is open here but it just felt great because i've been second so often this year and just to be 
number one in time practice I mean it's something cool anyway and I was happy about that too you know uh, the restart well actually the re- talking about the restart the start that you did on the fake start that didn't count out the gate you got swallowed up bad but I swear I saw you near the front and I didn't really understand how the hell you got there because I watched you out the gate because obviously like you're in the position to win the overall so you're the guy and I was like well he's fucked and then like literally I blinked and you were some I swear you were near the front and I don't know how <laughs> Um, no, I wasn't. I, I had a normal jump, not really bad, but I, I just went a bit. I had a bit of a wheelie, so it wasn't the best, best star. But I turned third, fourth, not bad at all. But then, uh, sector one, Desal made quite an aggressive move on me, like he was straight there and he got me around the outside on Geyser Corner, actually, yep. really good. And I think I've been fifth, but I. Uh, I don't know who was up front, but one or two riders came like not no names, you know. Yeah. But but I, yeah, it wasn't for me that the restart was. That's just the point was actually helping after all because I was just behind Tony and Tesal, and and you know how hard it is to pass here. And if you are behind Tesal, it, it's not it going to be easier, you know. But second start, uh, me and Tim were up front, you know, battling for the whole shot. He was inside, so he got it, but. Uh, yeah, for me the restart was uh, positive today. You know, uh, did you when you were following Roman and Tim in the second moto? Did you pick up on anything that they were doing where you were like, oh, maybe that's where Tim was gaining on me in Moto One or anything like that? Uh, honestly, a little bit. I tried to check, but like I said, I was sleeping too much those first three laps. I, I don't know where this came from because normally I pick up the yeah. pace pretty well. I did well in the first moto, you know. So. Yes and no, but I, I found my rhythm three, four laps in the race and then stayed on the 44s basically, almost all moto and had some good lines and did well. Just, you know, they were team and especially Romain, he was like uh, on a good pace in that second moto, you know. Uh, here's a question that I thought of today. Um, you're a numbers guy. You don't like too many numbers because yeah. you have a meltdown. Uh, every lap, your mechanic just puts your time on the board and nothing else. Yes. I'm guessing you told him, don't give me too much information because I'll end up pulling off the track, grabbing a notepad and trying to work stuff out. You know, I just try to focus on me, you know. It's myself, uh, it's, it's, it's the bike and it's a track. That's all I need to put together and to be fast. That's I guess it. so, yeah, I guess so. That's it, yeah. So if I get the lap times, you know, every lap I see my pace, I know I'm doing well, I, I see... You know, I mean, what do I care about the guy behind me or how far up front? I, I can see that myself, you know. Okay, I'm a numbers guy, but this is just helping. This is These are numbers which are helping, you know. <laughs> and uh, most importantly, did you do a Mexican wave on the start today? No, no, oh. no. This I keep for the last race, I think. I was thinking about first moto to do it now, but it wasn't the right moment so I just did a Japanese... Uh, oh, they did actually film you then? Yes, I, I did a Japanese greeting. They didn't film me for Moto2 first star. They oh. didn't show up. And I was like, yeah, come on. Anyway, I did my move because it's not only for the yeah. camera, you know. And then this, the restart, they came again. And, you know, I just did like the little Japanese, which is, you know, uh, I like it for some reason. That was the move of today, you know. So we can get people excited. Uh, Sunday, yes. one of the motos, there will be a Mexican wave. Oh. Well, no, we don't know what the other riders are going to do, but you're going to try your best <laughs> yes. to get a Mexican wave going. Yeah, I should get it done. I should get it done. But it's, you know, now I, we talk about it and it's so funny and let's do it. But the moment you're behind the gate is so intense for us riders. Mm. Uh, d- don't be boring. Come no, on, no, no, come on. I will, I will do it. Fuck it. <laughs> but like, you know, you are there and you are like, 
gonna You're gonna look like a massive I, twat, I, but I, it will I, be funny. Yes, I will go. I'm gonna look like a f- idiot, but you know, it's it's just that situation there is so tense that you need to be quite loose to just do it. But but I I do my best to do it. I I need to drink some I don't know some good shit before. To <laughs> No, I, I will do it. I'll do it. And, uh, last thing, we've got two days, and well, actually, no, we've got three days until the next round. Uh, I'm worried for you and your boredom because you seem to be getting quite bored here at the track. I don't know, actually, you went home between Mantavers. Are you going home again or are you just going to sit around bored? Um, I think that's the first time I won't go home racing in Italy just because the weather is super nice here. Um, we have the amazing mountains. It feels like holiday, kind of. If I go home, it's colder foggy air a bit I mean we are on such a nice spot so I'm just gonna enjoy that and and I look forward already the moment I will go home uh, with all the corona stuff I will not be able to get around so I'm gonna enjoy being here seeing friends seeing you know have a good time still being bored no I don't know I will go take my bicycle and get up the highest mountain here again find a new one I've been on that one, 1,600, but I checked the other side. There is like a 2,000-meter one. Only so. you would actually check for height of the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any other rider knows the height of the mountain next yeah. to a track. They saw, they, they went up there as well. I saw it on his story. No, you know, it's quite boring. That's the point because... Uh, You've been spending a lot of time in the press room. Yeah, yeah I've been in the <laughs> press room last uh, Sunday for like two hours, which was... <laughs> pretty fun i will see what is going to happen today maybe i will show up there again or we, we, we will see <laughs> ben watson mxgp of uh piat ram urata uh 4-2 on the day for second overall good day like before Lamorvis this would have been career best day by far massive things obviously you're now used to the podium one point off the overall win so how like like i say a month ago this would have been the most amazing thing ever how do you look at it now yeah, no, still really happy. Obviously, to be on the podium, it's good. Second overall is really good. And, yeah, the team to go 1-2 was also, for them, I'm really happy. And, uh, yeah, it was nice. You know, Lommel, I got three podiums in a row and everyone was calling me the, the Shanghai. And it was nice to get one here on a real hard, slippery, yeah, strange track. I mean, it's not technical at all. And that's what I'm missing a little bit here. But, no, I've been feeling really good on the bike. And, yeah, to finish second overall... Yeah, really, I am happy about it. The track was actually smoother today, wasn't it? Beaton just told me that, because I thought it was sketchier because there was a lot of crashes and stuff, but apparently it was actually higher speed, faster and stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I got up in the morning and had a look at the track and I was like, what? Lommel, the roughest GP of the year, they leave the track full from EMX just to sort the takeoffs out. Then you come here, hard pack, like, there was no like deep lines, no real big bumps, nothing really sketchy. Takeoffs were still perfect everywhere. Wake up in the morning, they've graded the full track, and I was like, "What? Like, I don't. I really just couldn't see where they were getting the idea of that from." And uh, yeah, definitely today it was a lot flatter. I mean, qualifying I was 1.8 or something from first, and I finished 17th. I mean, qualified 17th and then finished second overall. It's just. Yeah, in, in qualifying this morning, it was literally who dare take the most risk to do a, a fast yeah. lap time. And, uh, yeah, doing one lap is not my favourite thing as it is. Like, I much prefer qualifying when it was a race, but same for everyone. And, yeah, it was just really nothing technical at all. This is the thing, actually, because obviously 17th in qualifying, like, I had a few tweets and stuff, people going, oh, what's up with Ben? I didn't actually, like, especially on this start, it, I didn't feel like it was that big a deal. Like, you can kind of go... Well, Vial got the whole shot from last gate pick. Like, 
this is one of probably the fairest starts we have. So were you actually like, well, not freaking out, but were you a bit worried about it? Or I mean, talking of Vial, that's like a different story. I think he could get the old shot from anywhere. Well, he did. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and uh, no, I wasn't bothered because I qualified third on the first race and then I was like going pretty wide. And when I was still in my position in 17th on the grid and I was waiting to put my bike on the actual gate, my position where I was on the day before was still there. I could have still gone in the same place and I qualified 17th and then last week it was third. So no, it really didn't matter. Just this time I, I tried to go for like a safe option in case I didn't get a good start and I went on the inside. First race it was yeah better than my second race last week but then the first the second race was uh yeah good i had a real good good jump out the gate and run down the start and then i just stayed on the inside and it set short for the next corner more to the outside and uh yeah i was just clear and i came away with second from that and especially here the start is really important i want to talk to you about both starts so i'm just gonna do it at once first start i saw um the replay the highlights of the race you literally weren't even in a picture at all like you must have been 13th, 14th, like a couple of corners in. So you actually did really well to come back. And also, my thought on the second start, you ran it in deep in the first corner. Yeah. Like you were actually quite buried, like looking at it, but just held it on a bit further and came out all right. Yeah, the first one, my start wasn't like great. And then because I was on the inside, I got boxed in a little bit. And uh, yeah, I was outside the top 10, definitely. And I just had a good first lap. I've been like, had pretty good first laps here at the moment. So that was was a positive, and then a few guys were slipping off, and I just stayed consistent with putting my laps in, and felt good on the bike. I was riding good again, and uh, yeah, I was fighting for for third over the line, but I just couldn't make an opportunity to pass Renault because this the speed of everyone is so close, and then the track is not that technical. To find an opportunity to pass is really difficult, and as you can see with with all the racing here so far. But no, I've I've been happy with the riding, and then uh, second race. Yeah, just I had a better jump and a better run down the straight, and I tried to open the corner up a little bit, but you know, Yago was his start was unreal in the second one, and uh, I just went in real deep in the second corner with a few in the first corner with a few guys, and then the second corner I went just I just held it on around the outside, and uh, came out second. So no, I was good. I was happy for that because it just yeah makes the whole race so much easier. Uh, like you say, hard to pass here. Speed was good, though, and I feel like had you started ahead of Yago in a second race, it would have just been roles reversed. Like, he would have sat behind you the whole time and you would have just done this yo-yo thing. Uh, were you frustrated at all in that second race? Because, obviously, the overall was on the line. Don't know if you knew that. But were you sat behind him like, I'm so close and I can see I've got the speed, but I just don't know how the hell to make this happen? Yeah, it was strange because I didn't know the situation with, you know, if I was going to... If I passed Yago, then I would have won the GP or... I wasn't thinking about that when I was riding, but it was confusing because there was a situation in the first race where a rider jumped on a flag in front of me, and I was—I heard that the guy got penalised, and then then he wasn't, and then it was all a bit up in the air with what was going on. And um, yeah, I got told before that he was penalised before the race. I thought he was third. I thought I was third, sorry, in the first one, and then I didn't know where Yago finished, and I didn't know where Beaton was, and where Beniston finished first one. It was all up in there. I, I just tried to do my race, focus on my race, and I, I came over the line. I didn't know where I'd finished, but I was just quite happy with the race. But it was, yeah, 
real follow the leader the second race. I just couldn't, I wasn't fast enough to make a difference, let's say. Jager was also on a good level and, yeah, I just didn't manage to find an opportunity to pass anywhere. But, I mean, although <laughs> we're talking about, like, being a little bit bummed on this, but, yeah, it's second overall. Like, I can't complain. From where I've come from, like, the beginning of the season, we're struggling and a podium was like a, a win for me and then now second year all I'm like ah so close to winning just one point but no nah, it's been no nah, I'm really happy I guess this is a thing we actually do need to talk about like well I kind of said it at the beginning your or the way that people look at you has changed massively in a month like like you say a month ago this result would have been amazing and we would have come over here high five don't like it would have just been unreal but suddenly now you've had countless podiums in a row and everyone now looks at you as this guy who can win any time the gates drop. And that just changes. It probably doesn't change things to you, but it changes the way that people talk to you, look at you, all of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. There's only Lewis who has uh, <laughs> been fully behind me all the time. Well, you said it on Pulp. You did yeah. say it on Pulp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've been saying it a lot. But no, it's just, it's good, yeah, to, to prove a few people that say, uh, you see some comments like, oh, he's only had two podiums or he's only had this and that. And now, like, just to be banging them in, you know, I've had four out of five races or something. So, now it's been good. I mean, to end your MX2 like this is real nice. But, obviously, we've got one more to go. And I want to end, you know, really end on a high. I mean, this past month's been amazing. I've had a real, yeah, a real good time. I've enjoyed everything, even though it is a strange period with COVID and, you know, no spectators and the, the triple header races it is strange and it's definitely something new but yeah i've enjoyed it and definitely feel like i've been coming into my own in the yeah the last few weeks so i want to focus on finishing on a high and then taking it into next season uh sunday night we need to do a proper like end of mx2 career interview but now there is one to go knowing that and going into it do you feel like emotional do you feel like oh like i'm actually excited to get this part of my life done like does it just feel like nothing's happening? Like, do you actually feel something? Yeah, mixed emotions, really. Obviously, you know, it's gone so quick. When you look back when I was doing Europeans and then now I've got literally one day left of my MXU career. That is sad. It's gone real quick. It's quite scary when you look back and you think, you know, it seems literally two minutes ago. I mean, I know the age rule is quite low at 23, but I am definitely looking forward to getting on the, the 450 and... You know, I'm moving teams, but I'm not really. I mean, it's still the Yamaha family. The trucks are next to each other, and I still have a real good relationship with everyone in Khmer. And, you know, we share a lot of the staff um, with Yamaha and the bikes, you know, with the factory support. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to working with the new team. Louis and all of his crew is, yeah, definitely very welcoming and I have a good relationship with, with a few of the guys there already. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to just getting on the new bike and starting the testing and you know a new a new start even though it is uh you know sad to be finishing with mx2 already and you know the rest of your life's going to be on a 450 it's uh no still still exciting definitely yeah jed beaton uh mxgp of piat ram Urata. i've started to get that right a lot of interviews i fucked that up uh for 2-4 on a day for third overall that is a good result. Your first podium of the year, like, that is a good result. We've done enough interviews with you now to know that you will not be happy with that result. Or at least not 100%. So, where are we at? Yeah, well, obviously the results are, are much better than uh, 
Wednesday, I mean Sunday, and also Lommel, so I'm a bit happy about that, but in the end of the day, it was uh, really close to my first overall GP win, and I'm a bit disappointed about that, but um, today, there is a lot of positives. Um, first moto, I think I was like seven or eight off the start, and then come to second on the first lap, so I had quite a good lap, and then felt quite good in that race, so um, yeah, I couldn't, can't really complain much about about that one but the second one uh i think also around like eight or nine off the start and then made a few passes quite fast and there was a a bit of shit happening on the first lap everywhere so um ended up like i think i was fifth on the first lap and then i made another pass in fourth but yeah i they put on the pit board that i needed to pass benestant for the gp win and then i started trying to put on a charge but to be honest, the track is quite difficult to make a pass because there's that one fast line and it's um, it's pretty skatey by the second moto. So, um, yeah, everyone was just uh, riding the same lines and you see uh, Ben and Yago in front as well. They also just follow on each yeah. other the whole race. So I don't think from, from the second or third lap, I don't think there was one pass made in the top five, really. Uh, yeah, I agree so, with that, um, I agree with that. Yeah, so it was uh, quite, um, yeah, like I said, one line. But in the end of the day, I tried to make it happen and, yeah, just couldn't. So uh, it was just a little bit short. Uh, you reminded me, so we need to talk about it. Uh, first lap of that first moto, there's like, what, five guys who I immediately look for uh, at the first corner because they're like the major guys. Congratulations, you are one of them. <laughs> so round of applause. Uh, <laughs> um, and I genuinely couldn't see you anywhere, so I was like, oh. Well, fuck knows yeah. and then end of the first lap you were second and I genuinely could not understand what happened so how the hell did you pull that off yeah I was just uh, yeah tried to put the hammer down in the first lap and obviously when you don't get such a good start you try and push to the front as hard as you can and on the first downhill everyone went the inside and I I um, yeah I was like didn't look at it in the sight lap but I seen it had been a little bit prepped um, so I just hit the outside like pinned and then uh, made like four past four guys or something and then uh also the the back section where you double into the like where it's really wet yeah um they prepped the outside berm there too and i just jumped into that and then hit that and i think i come out of there in like third or or fourth i think third and then um on the next downhill after the little tabletop malkovich made a mistake and then I passed him on the uphill, so then I was in second by then. But, yeah, I kind of surprised myself when I got to second. I was uh, laughing a little bit, like, oh, that was a pretty crazy lap. Like, people going everywhere and just hitting outsides pinned. Oh, busy guy, busy guy. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, first moto, obviously, second's great. Uh, you were third first moto on Sunday. Which one do you think you rode better in? Because, obviously, I think the gap was bigger today, but then you are all by yourself. So which one did you feel like you were the better Jed beaten in? I think possibly the, the first one on uh on sunday because i still think that's the best ride of your life (laughs) (laughs) because uh yeah that was i don't know that was a little bit more fun you know all four of us were in the battle and obviously the same sort of thing you you get in the battle and you have to do something over the limit to make the pass um and in that moto i seen thomas going over the limit quite a lot to try and make a pass on vl so i seen that and i was kind of like waiting for a little mistake or something because on this this type of track it's yeah you got to go like i said over the limit to make the pass and i didn't really feel like doing that in the first motor you know it's uh yeah it's only the first motor of the day and obviously you got to have energy for the second one as well so 
Um, like I said, I felt more comfortable or, or consistent in that race just because you have someone there to chase. Like you said, when you're by yourself, yeah. like it's a little bit... Obviously, uh, today when they put on the board that I needed Benestant, I think I rode a little bit over the limit and wasn't uh, wasn't as smooth as I should have been. And then, yeah, when you get the when you get that in your head, it's uh, hard to ride like you normally would. So, um, yeah, I think I over overthink that one a little bit and yeah, rode too too far over the limit for the for the conditions of the track. How it's so slick, I was uh, pushing a little bit too hard to try and make some different lines or to get close to him to make a pass but yeah like I said couldn't make it happen uh, in that situation in the second moto where you need one pass to get the overall win would you rather not be told that and just do your own thing or do you actually like knowing it like I guess there's um fours and against for each yeah like you said there's a uh, pros and cons to it because at that point I didn't really think about the podium or anything like that either I didn't know like what the situation was and then when they put that on the board it sort of made me realize that yeah I need to make the pass to get the overall so um in the end it it makes you think about a little bit where you ride so obviously you ride or you try ride harder or do something in the end sometimes that's not the best thing um but in the other hand it's it's quite difficult if if they don't say anything because maybe you you get into the rhythm and just stay there you know so you don't even try and make it happen um so yeah, like I said, there's a bit of pros and cons to that one. A lot of crashes today. Did you think the track was sketchier than it was on Sunday? Or no, to be honest, the track was uh, a fair bit smoother today than uh, on Sunday. I'd say um, a lot more slick spots. Um, like also the wet section, it wasn't as heavy today. Yeah, um, yeah I would say like even on the downhills they made some inside berms and stuff so it wasn't like there was crossing lines or anything like that so maybe the crashes were just because it was a little bit more high speed i'd say um but yeah they've done not not such a bad job of the track and hopefully they can make some little changes or something for the next sunday but i don't think that's possible uh doing quick math in my head this is your third podium of the season fifth of your career i'm guessing because one on hrc and one on uh, f and h are you at the point now where you're third overall and you're like oh brilliant uh, third overall or like do you now like well second or first or are you still at a point where oh podium brilliant way uh yeah i'm i was like today i was more pissed than what i thought i would be because yeah i'm still on the podium but at the same time you you work so hard to try and get the win you know it's it's what it's all about and everyone wants to win so you don't go and train your ass off through the week and then come to race day and not want to win so um being that close that's kind of what pissed me off is uh yeah just having it dangle in front of you a little bit and then yeah not achieve it um I'm kind of a guy that likes to uh achieve what I set out to do and uh, an overall win is on on the list so I've got another round to try and do it but um yeah like I said I feel quite good so hopefully we can go for it on Sunday well you're, you say you're a guy who likes to achieve what he set out to do that explains why you're angry Jed all the time <laughs> that perfectly explains why like Sunday we had to have a bit of a interview about your depression <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it like um no like I said it goes back to the thing you don't work hard to get average results you know it's um 
yeah, you put everything your whole life into it, then you deserve, like, you feel like you deserve to get some decent results. And for me, I've, yeah, I've moved away from Australia and all my family. Um, so I think I've sacrificed a lot to just be here and then to do that and then want to, like, I've tried to build up every year to try and be, like, a contender. I think um, this year is, like, it's definitely a big step. So, um Next year, hopefully, I can uh, challenge for for more wins and possibly possibly a championship. So that's my goal. And um, like I said, I like to set achieve what I set out. So um, now we'll see how that goes. And I'm really uh, just looking forward to it. It's I'm so happy with the team I'm with right now, and uh, I get to stay there another year. And um, I think like the bike and stuff doesn't change so much so we do a little bit of testing after here and I'm pretty happy with how everything's going so um it's not so much stress on that end and it's uh it's just nice to know that you're safe or staying there uh you don't have to worry about anything which is a really good feeling. Uh, Tom Vial, uh, MXGP of Pietra Murata or however you say it uh brilliant day for you you got the title it's been a long time coming it's no surprise to anyone uh, you've been the best guy all year uh, how much of a relief was it for you just to get that done, finally get your hands on the number one plate and, yeah, say you're the champion? Yeah, it was an incredible day. I mean, after the, the first, you know, the morning, I get the penalty, so I start last. And making the whole shot and leading on the motor was, was really nice. So to be world champion, you know, it's already two years. I make so much effort with my family. We moved to Belgium and everything, so it's really a big achievement. I mean... It's fantastic for me and for my family, for the team, also for KTM, for everybody. It's, it's just a great day. Uh, let's go back to the start of the day. Obviously, you did get that penalty. Uh, were you surprised when you found out about it? And how come you only had one fast lap? Yeah, because I make one lap, it was already really good. So I say, yeah, I don't need to ride anymore. And because I feel really good on the track. So I didn't know. For me, it's a little bit, I mean, it's a little bit bullshit, but... It's okay, you know, I just stopped to let pass other people because otherwise I'm going to block them on the first lap. So I just did something safe for me and for the other rider, but then they put penalties, so yeah, it's okay. Uh, Yeah, it's okay. Look, you did have um, last gate pick, but as soon as I saw where you were on the line for that first moto, I was like, oh, he can get the whole shot from there, no problem. I guess you thought the same? Yeah, I mean, it was actually quite far and the start is not so long. So if it was like Faenza, for example, it was more easy. But the start is quite short. We, I didn't put the four gear. It's really short. So I make really a jump, really good on the gate. I knew I could start, start good, maybe not first, but good. And I make a fantastic start. But in second moto, I've, I missed a little bit. And somebody hit me and hit my shifter. I was blocking second, uh, second gear. So I mean, I couldn't ride. So that was really unlucky, actually. Uh, were you stressing out on the start of the first moto? Obviously, it would have been nice to get it done in moto one, but if you didn't get it done then, you were going to get it done in moto two. So, were you stressed at all today, or was it you actually quite calm? Yeah, you know, I was really angry. They put me here last, so I say I'm gonna take the whole shot, and yeah, it was really nice. You know, it's it was not easy because after when I know it was penalty, I was really angry, and I say, okay, no, I want to win the first directly. I was actually more angry than if they didn't put me the penalty. So. So, so you didn't actually crash in the second moto then? Someone just hit you, you were upright oh, the whole yeah. time? Yeah, I didn't crash. I just say, just on the first, so I, I, I feel somebody touch me and he put my shifter under the bike. I couldn't move. I was in second gear. I couldn't move the gear, the, 
like you always yeah. say it, yes, a girl. So that was really whole unlucky. I think it's you have been only one time in your life yeah. that, and that was really unlucky because I really wanted to win the GP. I was feeling good. I wonder. I was. I think I won six positions, yeah. so it was not so bad. So yeah, but that's it. It's like that. Uh, you're in pit lane for two laps. I can't believe you went back out and finished the moto. Obviously, there was no real result on the line. So how come you actually? went for it the whole second moto the job was done at that point yeah, yeah i know but you know they change it and i start to ride because i like to ride there eh? that's more important i really enjoy to ride like it a lot and you know my speed was good actually i was riding almost like yago so that's that's i was again more frustrated than to be last and riding like the first so but okay it's nice like that sunday has new opportunity and uh look last thing because you've got to go to the press conference you are the champion now. Obviously, this is a moment you've dreamt of your entire life. Does it feel like everything you dreamt it would be? Yeah, for sure. You know, sometimes more I look all the, the race, at the TV, all the champion, and I say, yeah, I want to be one day like that. And this day happens, so it's just fantastic. You know, so many time to go to train since I'm, I'm a little boy, so it's just amazing. Has it even settled in yet? Like, when I say to you that you're the champion, are you even like, oh my God, I actually am? Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't realise. I don't realise so much. But, yeah, now I start to realise a little bit and it's just nice. Yeah, Bailey Malkovic, uh, MXGP of Pia Who knew I'd fuck up the name of the track and not your name? Uh, first of all, on today, I feel like this is the first time you've had, A, a start, and B, that opportunity to run in the top three, prove that you've got the raw speed to do it. Obviously, you're not going to stay there on your first time, but just hanging in there for however many laps you did, I feel like that proves a massive point. Yeah, so yeah. overall, you've got to be stoked with today because I feel like this was this speed's been there for quite a while now, but this was like your moment to prove it. I think. Yeah, the speed's definitely been there. Just uh, yeah, the fitness, and I've had I've had a couple of good starts this season, but thrown them away pretty early. But um, yeah, super pumped about the being able to be up top three for over half the moto. So. Definitely a big confidence booster, and uh, yeah, definitely uh, wanted to be doing that a lot more. Has it been frustrating for you in a way? Because, look, it was a slow start of the season, and actually, Eric Sorby kind of told everyone why a few weeks ago. I just remembered about that. But lately, the speed has been good. Like, the speed's been there in practice, it's been there in motos, but it just hasn't come together as a solid result. So, have you been knocking your head against the wood like door a little bit? No, not really. Like, I think for the first year over here doing pretty good so I'm like pretty happy with my results lately and they're just getting better and better like as you were saying yeah when we first come over here we weren't fully in the right headspace and um, definitely we come back after the break a new person so definitely happy with how the second half of the season's gone and uh, yeah very happy with my results I feel like we need to talk about the beginning of the season now uh, Eric said I can't remember what Eric said but he said something like you didn't realise the work that it would take to contend in MX2, it was something along those lines. But I'd imagine for you coming from a million miles away, probably not a million, thousand miles away, like it's hard to focus 100% on getting ready for this thing when you're changing everything else in your life. Obviously, there's going to be distractions and like you can't just put your all into this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like I said, not in the right headspace when we come over here. Uh, so many things to figure out and learn, like moving overseas at a young age, um, learning all the language, like learning the culture and like um, how everything is over here. Definitely could have been more professional the way I did things, but um, yeah, definitely happy with how I come back over and did it. But yeah, definitely wasn't um, making anything easy for myself for the first half. 
What is it uh, you've struggled with most since you've been here, or at least when you first got here? Uh, tracks, food, languages, all of the above? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I think the tracks a little bit, but I've ridden them a couple times, being like junior world titles and stuff. But uh, definitely, like I knew coming over here, it's going to be tough. But uh, definitely, I should have put my head down a bit harder and done the work a bit better. But unfortunately, I tore my ACL at... Um, I forget what race it was, pre-season race at the start of the year. So I've been racing this whole year with a torn ACL and as soon as I knock it in a corner, I'm set back for half a lap or more. So it's been a struggle all year, but I mean, not many people know that I don't have an ACL on my right leg. So I've just been putting my head down, fighting through the pain and just trying to get my results in so I can get a ride for next year. See, now I'm happy we've done this interview because I had no idea about the ACL. Yeah. So, well, I guess that happened two weeks before the opener. I guess it, it's been getting stronger every month. Is that how this works? I, like, I'm guessing it's better now than it was in Matterley, but not great still? Yeah, Matterley, we were, like, uh, say a couple of days beforehand, trying to figure out if we wanted the race or not. Because we, like, I really wanted the race this season, which so lucky we did because of the big break. But um, my knee was nowhere near enough shape to be able to ride uh, two motos, or three that day, um, in good pace. So... Definitely, it's getting better, but it's not going to get any better without surgery. So, um, it, I don't have full movement, and it's just, like I said, as soon as I knock it or twist it, I could be out for a week. Like a couple of weeks ago, I had a practice crash and I couldn't move my leg for a week. So, it's definitely not good, but we're we're uh, doing the best what we can with it. And yeah, just once we finish the season, hopefully we can get it fixed and get ready for the next one. Yeah, so what's the crack then? Season ends Sunday. Do you have to get it fixed straight away? Is there a chance that maybe you can race with a torn ACL again next year? Like, some riders go through their entire careers um, without an ACL, so what's the situation? The plan is to try and get it done as soon as possible. We don't, have, we don't know where or when, but um, if we can't get it done, then definitely uh, keep it uh, race without it getting done because, like you said, you can still do a good race without it, but it just makes everything harder. But definitely, we'd have to do a lot of work on it and make it stronger and everything. But yeah, definitely, surgery would be the way to go. But if not, we're we're fine with having the race with it for one more year. So, going into 2021, you don't have a deal sorted yet. Uh, Truthfully, at the start of the season, I wasn't sure if your results were good enough to get a deal. Now that I know about your ACL, I feel like a massive dick. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But lately, 100%, you've proven you've got the potential to do it here and all of that stuff. So you deserve a deal. So, where are we at? Well, honestly, we've, me and my manager, we've had a few, a fair few teams actually message me and try and get in contact, and we've looked at everything and we've messaged. And um, Unfortunately, it's not enough to keep me over here to be able to live. Um, like, the team, I'm thankful for the um, people reaching out and like, noticing me, but just with this year, the COVID and everything, I think they don't have enough stuff for me to be able to live for the year like I can do the racing stuff fine but I don't have enough money to to stay here have you been um comfortable living this year then like this year's deal's been final have you already sacrificed a lot this year and you just can't do it again next year at the start of the year it was slow going and getting everything sorted but like once we got back over here everything was fine like I'm fine now um this deal was sweet and I'm loving it but um yeah definitely like I said those deals are great teams but definitely the offers that I got were not good enough for me to be able to live here and race. So you can't come back to this team? Or is this one of the teams that the offer just doesn't make sense? 
Oh, I haven't got anything from this team yet, unfortunately. Do we need to call Livia over here now? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what we need to do here. Yeah, I don't know. But like what you're saying before, the start of the year with my ACL, my ACL, but still I wasn't in the best shape. So, like we've seen at Latvia when we come back, I um, could hardly last 10 minutes. So, to get to where we are now, I say we're a lot fitter. But the last couple of weeks, not being able to do gym work because we've been travelling so much, but just doing as much as I can to stay where I am. My fitness is not the best. Like, I can still last all night, but it's tough out there when you're a top three and you're pushing every single edge of the track. So, um, like I said, yeah, the, the, the latest results have been really good, I think. So definitely enough, I think, to be able to make some people realise that I can be up there every weekend um, and definitely um, we can get better and better like we say me and my manager we have a three year plan so like this year was to get consistent top 15s which we're doing um, like overall which we're doing lately which is very good and uh, the next year was hopefully just get top 10s and top 5s every round and the third year was to chase the championship we don't know who could do that next year we don't know but definitely the third year was the year to our goal was to chase for the championship in 2022 let's make one thing clear to everyone listening to this when you say the teams aren't offering you enough to live you're not looking for a mansion a lambo like you're talking about you just need the bare essentials like food a roof like you're not looking for anything massive you just want to be able to live a life where you're not homeless basically (laughs) yeah exactly living over here is it's not the cheapest especially when you're coming over with your family. Well, my dad wants, is staying with me at the moment, so um, definitely I don't, I'm not asking for, like, a big house or somewhere that's, like, so much money. I'm just asking for enough to get me through the year and not make me go and, and try and spend all my money just so I can stay here. Uh, let's end on this note, then. Obviously, 2021 is up in the air. You want to be here. Like, there's no doubt in your mind you want to be in the World Championship. Going back to Australia would, like, great to see everyone again, but that would be a disaster in your mind. Yeah, exactly. I really want to be here. That's why we're over here. It's been the dream uh, since I was a kid. So, well, I still am, but since I was younger. Um, definitely going back home would really suck, as in the racing side of things, but going back home to, with family and friends is awesome. But, I mean, I also have family and friends and all over here. So, yes, going back would really suck and not really what we want to do with our career. And... It's not like the racing over here is a whole different level and it's definitely where everyone wants to be. So definitely um, really want to be here. Yeah, Comrade Muse MXGP of, uh, I don't know how to say the name of this track, Piat Ram Piat Ram Murata. Uh, <laughs> uh, good day for you speed-wise. Speed's, speed was there today and Sunday. Obviously bike problem in the first one screwed you up and then you were nowhere on the first lap of the second one. But speed is good, just need everything else to come together. Yeah, I'm just um, struggling a little bit um, on the starts. I uh, can't quite get can't quite get out there at the minute. We're working on a few things um, as a team and and hopefully trying and improve it for the for the last round. But like you said, the speed's there and, and everything's coming together now. And and we're starting to kind of um, yeah, starting to kind of finalise a few things and and get things in place for next year. Really, that's that's the main goal now. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm struggling with the starts in the first few laps a bit, and that's. Um, not putting me in a great position um, for the end of the race, but uh, overall it was it, it was an okay day. Obviously, it wasn't my best, and it and it certainly wasn't the worst. But um, I just need to try and find the flow that I find at the end of the race. I need to try and find something that triggers that at the start. So 
but we're working on it and it's just um, making progress for, like I said, for next year. Starts haven't been a problem all year, have they? Like, I feel like I've seen you get good starts recently. Like, is this a new thing? No, I mean, I, I have had good starts recently. It's just doing it consistently. That's what I'm struggling with. Um, I mean, like, it's... For me, like, I've, ha- I've had good starts in a few places, but it's kind of kind of favoured the inside and I've had a good qualifying position so I've managed to kind of make a bad start a good start but no like I said for sure I've had my fair share of good starts um, nearly whole shot a couple of times but it's just doing it consistently week in week out and, um, and that's what we need to try and work on I said you were nowhere on the start of the second race where actually were you because I didn't notice you for two laps and then you popped up in 19th so I was like, well, he's clearly come from somewhere. No, yeah, I was. I just watched a video and I was completely last. Like, but I mean, that's for sure. That's not the bike. That's that. That part's me. But it's um, yeah. Like I said, we're making improvements in um, we're, we're just we're trying to we're trying to we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying kind of new things to to get going with this and just to make sure that we go into next year kind of with we know what we got and, and we're ready to kind of fight for a, for a solid position this is the thing like the first moto was obviously a bummer the way it ended but you're not in a title race you may even have eight locked up already i don't know it's, you're pretty safe there so points wise it didn't really matter you can just take the positives from it which is where which which was uh like halfway through you were the fastest rider on track i can't remember who was ahead of you but you and that guy i think it was olsen you two were faster than the leaders for like a good few laps in a row so that's the thing you take into off season and next year yeah definitely like i mean obviously the championship wasn't was kind of was, was gone for me after the first few rounds but i'm in a good position like eighth ninth like that's that, that's bet that's my best finish in a world championship so we've got to start somewhere and i feel like it's um we've had a good year overall we've we found out a lot of things and, and we figured out a lot of problems um so i really feel like it's been a um it's been a productive year that's for sure uh, how's your illness weakness thing now not too bad I, I feel i feel good in myself um but obviously for the last two or three weeks i haven't been able to do anything so it was um it was always going to be difficult getting back into it there i to be honest i thought after the illness i thought we'd go straight back to where i was in spain and feel great but it didn't seem to go like that so but we're we're, we're coming out of the other side now and i'm starting to get a little bit better like the um the first sunday here i just struggled putting two races together i used a lot of energy in the first race um, but today I was good. I was solid at the end of both motos. So we're, we're definitely making progress. And, um, and hopefully we can finish on a high on Sunday. Obviously, uh, one more to go. A lot of some guys really focus on results and what the results column says. If you end the year without a podium and getting that monkey off the back, are you going to be disappointed? Or are you going to be like, well, I was fast enough and I know that and that's all that matters, which is kind of the side of the fence that I feel like you should be sat on. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, the podium chase has been on for a good few years now, but the main thing um, that I have that I've brought out of this year is I now know what it takes to stand up on that podium. Um, and before, I was kind of looking back on my past years and things like that. Now, like you, I, I, I can really, I'm, I'm really kind of sit back thinking, yeah, this is this is why I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve. So. But no, like I said, now I know exactly what it takes to stand up on that podium. And if it doesn't happen on Sunday, then I, I know for sure that I'll fix that problem throughout the winter. And, um, and 100% I'll come out swinging next year. Hey, uh, Bas Fassen, uh, MXGP of Piet, I can't say this track name, Piet Ram Urata. Uh, I don't know, this today was kind of summed up your season. You were never really in a position to do what you can do. 
yeah. fighting from the back. Same old story, I feel like, which must be getting frustrating. Yeah, there's, uh, like, we're having some sort of issue with the starts. Like, out of the gate, we're, we're good. Like, out of the gate, we're good. And then after, like, 10, 15 meters, we just lose it. Uh, like, we lose the momentum or something, so we need to suss that out. But, uh, I mean, like, same old story. Speed's there, fitness is there. Just the starts are shocking, are so... The time practice was was good this morning. Like within a second of uh, of the first, so uh, can't be too uh, too disappointed with that. And then yeah, uh, yeah. First motor we had a problem with uh, uh, with the bike. I'm not sure what exactly it was, but like uh, it didn't feel like my own bike. And then uh, yeah, second motor was at an okay start, and then just called eleventh. So it's, it's nothing really to write home about, but yeah, just. Uh, seems to be what it is lately have you got any idea what you can do to fix for starts like is there any settings that you feel like you can try or at this point have you just tried everything um as far as i know we've tried pretty much everything it's just yeah for me it's a bit of a mystery because yeah i'm a rider i'm not a mechanic or an engine developer so i'm not sure what we can do differently it's just uh yeah it's just something that we know and uh, yeah it's, it's pretty, pretty much the same old story for con as well so yeah it's something we got to figure out I guess this is thing. Like I just spoke to Conrad, and he said same thing about the starts. Yeah. But he said he's had good starts this year because yeah. he's qualified well and then been able to sneak around the inside. Yeah. You've never been in that position. Like you qualified well today, but it doesn't really help you on this start. No, like no, the, the the time, the one time I get have like a good qualifying, we had a start that's pretty much you saw Vial from the fir- first <laughs> motor. He ran around the outside. So yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. But yeah, it is what it is, and uh, you just got to focus on next Sunday. How are you feeling then? Like, are you frustrated or are you happy because your speed's there? Like, I don't know how you look at it. Like, because your speed is good. That's definitely something to be happy about and take into the off-season. It's it's very difficult to say. It's like, okay, I'm happy with my fitness. I'm happy, I'm pretty pretty happy with my race speed. It's just yeah, the results aren't coming, and that's uh, that's frustrating. And then yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard. But we've said before, the good thing is. The speed is there, first of all, yeah. and also you're carrying that into the off-season. So True. that momentum, you're going to have four months to figure out the start. So hopefully you figure something out in that time. Yeah. And then next year, which I guess is your priority now, because points don't really matter this year now. <laughs> so all looking at 2021, I guess. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what we're doing right now. Basically, it's... it's uh, yeah, we just got to figure something out. We... Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep on testing and just keep on keep on grinding. I feel like people need to remember Volkenswad because I've just remembered Volkenswad. You should have been on the podium. Like, yeah. maybe, who knows, maybe if you'd got on the podium there, it would have changed your whole universe. But I feel like we also need to remember that. Like, looking back on 2020, that was that was the real bass. Like, uh, pretty much 2020 is, has been multiplied for me, <laughs> basically, because every pretty much every single race this year, I've had, uh, like, either bad luck or injuries or something happened. I, I did... I've not had like one proper race where just where free practice, time practice, first race, second race, where everything was consistently good. That some 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 shit happened every time. So it's just uh, it's just a bit frustrating because nine times out of ten it's out of my hands. Yeah. Which yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Basically, what well, well, the issue right now? So yeah, just need to get uh, yeah, just need to get get rid of the bad luck, basically.